Rutherford Issues on News Radio WGNS. Today's show is focused on North Rutherford County. We've got um, Herb Batson, who's joining us here in studio, and Mike Sparks will be on, oh, in about uh, 10, 15 minutes or so. And we're going to talk about what's going on at the state capitol. And then Marty Luffman will wind us up today. So I uh, hope you'll. Hang in there with us as we uh, jump into the conversation about some of the great things going on in the north end of our county today. Herb, um, welcome. Good morning to you. Well, good morning to you. It's been a while. It has. It's been a day or two. We were just talking about the uh, the show that we did out uh, on the water many years ago, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, my, that was Mike Collins' head dream, and <clears throat> and it's all come true for me. I'm, he's, he's blessed, and I'm blessed for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. I tell you, a lot's changed over the years. Oh, it? yeah, it has <laughs> changed a whole bunch, and I'm, I'm, I'm really glad for what they're doing for Rutherford County, Smyrna, and everybody, and uh, Mike is a good Christian man, and, and I really respect him. You know, um, his success, uh, you know, he does so much to help the community, and I would say – you know, I, I go to a lot of the baseball fields. Of course, they helped out, you know, with Smyrna High School's turf and this kind of thing. But I'd say 80% of, of what they do, nobody ever knows about. Well, they don't, you know, unless they see their signs up there. But Mike and his wife, Melissa, and their two boys, Jeff and Ryan, uh, are, are some awful good folks. And they're always trying to do, what, what can they do for Rutherford County? What can they do for Smyrna? You know, whatever you need. They, they're going to be there to do it. That's, yeah. that's Mike's motto on that. Um, speaking of the water, you wanted to kind of focus a little bit on Fate Sanders today, huh? Yeah, Fate Sanders Marina, they open at 8 o'clock in the morning. They have uh, a pontoon rentals. They have a full restaurant. We have our own chef. We also have an open bar. I mean, uh, uh, mixed drinks and whatever uh-huh. you want. People can come in and have dinner. Is Jose still out there? Uh, Jose's our yeah. chef, and uh, I I seen him this morning. Uh, Jose, he's he's great. Uh, the, the, their cheeseburgers are homemade. I mean, mm-hmm. everything is homemade about it, and and their beef they buy the best beef you can buy for hamburgers, and each of them's patted out. But one of the best things that they have that they're well known for is catfish dinners. Mm. And you remember back in the eighties and eighty fives when there wasn't a lot of restaurants, people would line up to actually get into the marina to have a catfish dinner is yeah. that right oh yeah yeah it's great so um a, a little bit about that my daughter i guess it's been about a year and a half maybe two years ago uh she spent the summer as one of the waitresses uh, really? out there really? yeah really, really, really enjoyed it well if if, if if she wants to come back and work we're looking for waitresses and waiters and and full-time part-time employees it's a great place to work and 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 the tips are really great. These young ladies and young men make a lot of money in tips and stuff. And yeah. It's, it's, Faith Sanders is a locally owned. It's owned by Roland Maud and John Hopkins. It's not owned by a corporation. It's owned by them. And it, it, it's a well-family oriented place mm-hmm. it's, it's really great they've got some good breakfast stuff out there oh too. yeah they yeah they have ham just eggs whatever you want uh and our chef jose he can fix you if you come in and you don't see it on the menu you ask him he can fix it for you all right i mean he's just that great you know <laughs> it's it's really kind of uh it, it's neat especially when the weather warms up you can uh uh even have lunch or dinner outside yeah we have a patio cover patio and uh 
you can have dinner in the evening watch the sunset beautiful sunset you won't find it any better than at Fate Sanders Marina. And, and the fattest ducks you can ever find, too, because oh, yeah. they get fed a lot. <laughs> yeah, those ducks, there's two or three of them that are pets, and they'll come up to your table and, and kind of stand beside you waiting for you to feed them something, yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, and then on weekends, that later this summer, we'll have live bands Friday and Saturday night, and uh, uh, it usually pulls in a pretty good crowd, but we have some real, real, real good entertainment there. Mm. So, uh, how are you involved in that, or are you just uh, a uh, fan of what they do out well, there? Well, no, I've known uh, Maud, Maud Hopkins. I met her first, way back in the 70s. Uh, uh, they had, back then, they were the ambulance. The local funeral homes furnished the ambulances and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I worked for a company that I didn't know then that her uh, uh Mr. Garner Robinson owned part of this company, and what I'd do is when I get out of school, is go down and pick up funeral cars and wash them, clean clean them up, and I'd go get Garner's Cadillac. It it never needed filling up and and, and wash, but I'd do it anyway because he would tip me real good. And you know, 12, 13 years old, you know that was that was pretty good for me. I really enjoyed it, and uh, I guess I knew. Uh, John, when he was five, five, six years old or something, but Maud and and Roland that own it, they're probably the best people that that you would ever want to meet. And their son, John John Garner, is is now managing it and running it. So it's really good people. Yeah, and uh, obviously, um, if you want to get out on the water and uh, don't have a pontoon boat, you see, I mean, you can get those there. But yeah, you, we've got you pontoons, all different sizes of pontoons. If you wanted some, to, we've got slides on them. We can slide off in the water and have a good time. We rent them uh, through the summer months, and uh, it's really nice. And then if, if you got a boat looking for a slip, then they, they, they rent slips as well. Yeah, and with uh, spring here, I'm sure more and more people are going to start getting out on the water. Oh, yeah, yeah, and – it's probably one of the safest marinas to put your launch your boat in. They have we have a lighted parking lots. We have security there, so you can park your car and go and not really worry about things. I mean, some things do happen and we don't see it all, but uh, uh, it's probably one of the best places place to launch your boat. They open at eight o'clock in the morning, and if if you were on the way down to eat breakfast, you could call them at. Four five nine six two one nine and say, hey, I want this, this, and this. It'll be ready for you when you get there. No, oh, okay. I mean, this is really a, a family-oriented business. I do know that uh, just from um, my daughter being there a couple of years ago, um, it gets really busy on weekends, and if, if, you're, if you're thinking about wanting to rent one of those pontoons, you better get that kind of done well in advance especially yeah, you can call in and 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 reserve one yeah uh, you need to you need to do it in advance now if if you rented one and happen to be pouring down raining that day they can postpone it and move it to a, a, a you know another day you're not having to take it out in bad weather yeah well you know, you know that uh you, you never know about weather around here do you <laughs> no no i mean here it is 80 degrees today and freezing yesterday I so know. there you go <laughs> So, uh, anything else you want to tell, uh, talk to us about? Well, we've got Mike calling in in a little while. Mike Sparks, our state representative. Now, Marty Leffman is supposed to be calling in. He's our uh, Smyrna historian, mm-hmm. and I love history. We did a show with Marty Leffman and, and, and 
Jenny at over at Ace Hardware talking about the history and how that all came about. Yeah. And uh, we did that and, and did a show on that, and it was really great. I just loved the history. And then some of y'all's guests that would come in and, and, and talk about the history, what it was before. And and if and if you don't get that recorded and videoed, the younger generation growing up's not going to know it. Mm-hmm. And, and we try to cover that as much as we can and uh, and and get a lot of the good shows ernie johns we uh we did a video with him when he was at the uh, nursing home in, in smyrna or laverne or something and it was marty loveman mike sparks and uh Kentron was there and that was probably the best interview to sit down because he told the story of how all of it come about and what used to be here that's not here anymore I just love history. I yeah. just I just love it. So, um you used to do um uh, a lot of video work. Do you still do some of that? Uh, yes, sir. I stay busy with video. I'm supposed to be at the Bassmaster Classic going on right now, but I won't get there till tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday and we'll be streaming live through uh uh YouTube forward slash outdoors Tennessee. It'll be live with the boating manufacturing, fishing, some of the anglers and stuff like that. Uh uh, Rusty Russ is one of our local anglers that, mm-hmm. that Mike has had before. John Hopkins is one of our pros. Uh, of course, he owns the marina. But anything to do with fishing or what do I need, What, what how do I catch this, John would be glad to explain it to you, talk yeah. to you about it. So all of that, um, um, where where is that event? Is it at Fate Sanders? No, no you mean the classic. The no, classic. That's, that's in Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh, is it? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. And all I know... If you're standing in front of the football field, looking at the street, to the right is the expo is the expo center, and to the left is the media room, and that's usually where we where we set up to talk to anglers. But this year, we we won't we'll be at the expo center. Oh, okay, well, very so, good. But, Sounds like a lot of fun. I, I this is uh, the time of the year where you get all that done because you're not going to catch them in the summer anywhere, but on the lake. Yeah, on the lake. But wintertime is still good fishing in wintertime. Well, that's I mean, true you too. know, you know, for anglers. Uh, uh, we have Faith Center hosts. They host some of the biggest bass tournaments they are. And uh, we do uh, host the uh, Tennessee Bass Nation High School, elementary high school and anglers that, 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 that fish the circuit. And that's usually two or 300 boats. And you get these kids that uh, never caught a fish before and catch one. They're excited to interview. I, I, I enjoy interviewing. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know. Well, Herb, I appreciate you coming in today and uh, sharing some of the history about Fate Sanders. And uh, maybe, you know, there's so many new people that move into our community. Maybe they don't know about uh, that uh, gym that we have right here in uh, the Smyrna area. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've got a real good gym. And speaking of that, I, I need to get back and start exercising again, you know, start to put on a few <laughs> pounds through the wintertime. So. Uh, that, that certainly happens. Well, I, I appreciate you coming in here today. It's been fun. Well, it's been fun, and I enjoyed the video you and I did with Mike and some other people about this old high school in Smyrna. You remember that? Yeah. And I've got that in my archive somewhere, but some of the people that spoke about going to that school, that was so much good history, and I've got it. It's just I've got to get find it get it out. Yeah, yeah. You, you've probably got archives of all kinds around, don't you? So that, <laughs> and then we cover a lot of the youth football and stuff in the, in the, in the fall and wintertime, and I enjoyed that, so... Well, I think uh, before we get away, Mike, uh, you want to say anything to her before we uh, swap segments here? Uh, Mike's probably talking to somebody. 
No, this is Marty. Oh, Marty? You're, oh, Marty left. Yeah. You called a little bit early here, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I called a little early. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to take a break here. We'll uh, get back at you here in just a few minutes, all right? Yeah, that'd be fine. Holler at me when I'll, I'll listen when you get back off break. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Herb, appreciate it. Thanks so much, man. Thank you, sir. I appreciate being here. All right. We're going to continue our conversation here in just a moment. You're listening into Rutherford Issues. Our people, that's the difference. Maples Realty and Auction. I'm Betsy Maples Taylor with Maples Realty and Auction Company in Murfreesboro. Maples Realty and Auction offers a variety of auction services, including home, estate, land, farm, bank-owned property, equipment, and personal property auctions. Get in touch for a free, no-obligation analysis to determine if the auction method is best for you. More information at maplesrealtyandauction.com or call 896-4740. Maples Realty and Auction. With the opening of Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford Westlawn Hospital in 2023, you will have improved access to care where you live, work, and play. When you visit the emergency department, you'll be seen in minutes, not hours. Private inpatient rooms create a calm, welcoming atmosphere, and convenient outpatient services allow you to see your doctor and schedule routine care easily. Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford is proud to welcome you to Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital. Find out more at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Westlawn. This is Good Neighbor Events with Bart Walker. Brought to you by the law offices of John Day and AmeriCare Pest Control. I've got pests. AmeriCare Services Incorporated. Family owned and operated for residential and commercial customers, we offer a full range of services. Our services include one-time, monthly, and quarterly pest control, termite control, moisture and fungus control, automatic foundation vents, and more. Licensed, insured, and bonded for your protection. 893-7111. Call the best of the best to get rid of your pests. AmeriCare Services Incorporated. WGNS encourages you to shop local as well as listen local. And if you're in the market for a gun safe, there are big savings in Tennessee. No sales tax in Tennessee on gun safes. Now through August 31st. Listen closely. There are some Easter egg hunts this Saturday. One is over at Rogers Park at 1115 Hunt Street here in Murfreesboro. Free refreshments, Easter baskets, and door prizes. That's this Saturday at 1 o'clock at Rogers Park. And it's hosted by the E.A. Davis Lodge and the Rebecca Carney Temple. That Easter egg hunt is this Saturday at 1 o'clock at Rogers Park. The other one's also at 1 o'clock at the Lee Victory Recreation Park in Smyrna. This is for ages 1 to 12. And I understand the Easter Bunny will be there for pictures. It's sponsored by Smyrna Fire and Police. That's at 1 o'clock this Saturday at the Lee Victory Recreation Park in Smyrna. And for more Good Neighbor events, check our website, wgnsradio.com. We're loud. We're proud. We're blue. WGNS AM and FM, your home for the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. 
The Blue Raider fan source for officially licensed Middle Tennessee gear is Raider Tees. T-shirts, caps, sweats in all sizes, designs, colors, children's to plus sizes. Raider Tees has decals and license plates to show everyone your favorite team. Plus check out their wide selection of Blue Raider art, jewelry, even golf tee markers. Show your Blue Raider pride with the largest selection of Blue Raider merchandise anywhere by shopping Raider Tees, 910 Ridgely Road, just before the bridge over Broad behind Chewy's. Rutherford Issues on News Radio WGNS. Rutherford Issues, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. You know, MTE's sharing change has now donated more than $11 million to local nonprofits assisting worthy causes in our community. MTE serving to make life better since 1936. Going to catch up with uh, Smyrna historian Marty Luffman, who's joining us here this morning. And uh, Herb's still here in the studio, so he may chime in a little bit. Marty, good morning, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Beautiful morning out, you know. Sure, it'd be a good day to get out on the lake, wouldn't it? I think it'd be an ideal day to get out on the lake, yeah. I mean, clear skies and sunshiny, and they say it's going to get up to about 70 degrees today. Yeah, I think close to 80, actually. So, wow, that's, yeah, perfect day for anything, really. Yeah, yeah. So um, kind of catch us up on how you've been doing. Oh, I'm coming along pretty good. I've, I've got therapy three times a week, and um, uh, I'm, I'm making some progress, a little bit of progress every day. Every time I go in, I can feel my muscles getting stronger, and the spine is starting to heal itself some now. Going on three years, you know, is um Two years ago, last week, that wreck was. Yeah, um, I know that you probably have told this story a million times, but um, it, it, it it's something that obviously changed your life, and and you had to do a lot of things differently. But uh, you're still trying to uh, plug through and get better every day. Yeah, yeah. Well, I am, but I, I think about that young girl in Smyrna was it Smyrna High School that lost her legs. Mm. And I cannot comprehend the devastation that child's going through. You know, at least I had hope. I had, um, I had the potential for walking again. But she she's going through a horrible time. You know, and um, just she was walking down the street. You know, and and it was just one of those freak accidents that happened. And uh, you know, great athlete. I, I think. Probably the week before, I had just done one of the ball games where she uh, she played basketball for Smyrna as well as volleyball, and uh, just did one of her games. And you just you just never know. No, sir, you don't know what today holds. You don't know what tomorrow holds. You know, you got to get your life right with God just to be on the safe side. Um, as the uh, Smyrna historian Herb was talking uh, a lot about Fate Sanders and. Um, I guess a lot of people maybe think that that's been there forever. And you want to share any history about Fate Sanders? I will. Tell you, there's not a lot of history that can be shared about because you can't find much on it. Fate Sanders was a family, was a family, um, and they lived over there. And they they had a place like dock and everything. You know, a, a lot of families that lived over there had docks. Um, but uh, they, when the when the, uh, the the dam went up and the water backed up, they just they were opportunists and then they capitalized on it. And now we got that beautiful dock over there uh, where people can enjoy it. 
but the family was a, was just a regular Smyrna family that happened on the good thing. Everybody else seemed to have uh, lost when the when the lake came back when it when the dam went up. A lot of families lost their homes and all that other stuff. And um, but Tay Sanders, he, he like I said, he he took advantage of the opportunity and and, and, now, and now we got a uh, park. Um. Marty, are, yeah, I know that we've had several conversations on the radio about, um, you know, how when they put the dam up and, and you know, property was taken and, and you know, that there's there's a whole community uh, that was kind of taken off the map, if you will, with that, wasn't it? They were. Yeah, that, and it's sad because they got them by eminent domain. And it was so unfair because you look at old Jefferson, they bulldozed that town down thinking the lake was going to go up there and cover it. They didn't take into consideration all the caves and everything, the tunnels and the caves that was over there. So they destroyed a complete community, you know, and it was just stupid. A lot of the stuff, you take, you go up there, you go down, um, go down a weekly lane and the homes that were taken from those people over there, the land that was taken. And when they realized they weren't going to use that land or wasn't going to be destroyed, they wouldn't give it back. They put it up for auction or for sale and sold it at a much higher price, and 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 got um, uh, you know thousands of dollars in profits. Now the Corps of Engineers they did a lot of people wrong, real wrong. Do you think uh, I've heard stories about there? You know, there are houses and barns and all that kind of thing that were actually. Uh, they're actually underwater now. Is there any truth to that stuff? Yeah, there is truth to that. Um, if you go over, I'm trying to think of the name of the road, but when the lake is down, you can see the remains of a town, or a community rather. You can see the remains of a community um, just underneath the surface of the water. I'm trying to think where that is. It's, um, it's the, it's the uh, campground in Laverne. Oh, okay. It, it's, uh, it's where Lamar Road ends. It goes into the water, and then Lamar Road comes up back up on the uh, other side of um, the Laverne side. Hey, Marty, yeah. you can go yeah. in right now. The lake is so low, you can go out in a boat and see foundations from houses and barns and fence rows right. and all that. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Herb. You know, and over there where the campground is, you know, there's, there's, a, um, there's a lot of homes that you can see under the surface of the water right now. And, and you know it's it's just kind of odd to think that there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that don't know that there used to be a community right under them if they're out on the water. You know, that's right. That's right. The uh, old Jefferson community uh, had a lot of significance uh, here in in Rutherford County, especially the north end of the county. But it was a it was a booming town that uh, is no longer. That's very true. It was booming. Uh, anything else you want to share with us today, Marty? No, I just appreciate WGNS and you guys giving us the opportunity to talk history in Smyrna. Yeah, as as always, and uh, glad to do it, of course. And uh, we've got to catch up with Mike, and you know we we've got to make sure we have plenty of minutes for him. He he doesn't yeah, he talk was... very much. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Were you making a joke? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen, I'll let you guys go. Herb, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Yes, sir. Thank you, Marty.
All right. Appreciate it, guys. And uh, we'll take one last break here, and then we're going to catch up with Mike to see what's going on uh, at the state legislature as we continue and wrapping up our show here in just a few minutes right here on News Radio WGNS. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. CapstarBank.com. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Turner Security is proud to offer Honeywell Max Pro Cloud for your business. Control your security, access control, and camera system with one app. Arm your security, see your cameras, and unlock a door for a small monthly fee and no contract. Tired of paying for overnight guard service that doesn't work and costs too much? At Turner Security, we have your solution. Attention to the individual with a backpack. You are in a restricted area and need to leave immediately. Video monitoring with real-time live talk from Turner Security. Turn to Turner Security. Money issues? There's someone local you can talk to. Financial Coaching Radio with certified financial planner Jason Qualls. Weekdays at 4 on News Radio WGNS. Rutherford Issues on News Radio WGNS. We're back and uh, headed to Nashville now. State Representative Mike Sparks joining us uh, here on the phone this morning and uh, wrapping up, I guess, Mike, today, a, a busy legislative week. Well, it is, um, uh, Brian. Sorry to sorry to be late calling in. We just got in a big heated discussion up here. Uh, people get kind of passionate. It's uh, over the congressional term limits issue, and um, I'm for it. And guy in front of me, not. So we were getting in a little heated debate just now. Um, and uh, uh, some some of these folks up here can be kind of rude and condescending, to be honest with you. But but anyways, we just passed that. I think it was sixty. 64, uh, uh, whatever that is, a balance, 35 uh, against, but that's on congressional term limits, um, uh, which would ask for calling on an Article 5 convention to uh, propose uh, term limits to uh, on Congress. And, um, you know, it's the second time we've had it up here. Uh, It got held up in the Senate, I believe, two years ago. But, um, uh, yeah, I think that when you, when you, surveyed the people we the people who were up here about sent up here for the people to represent the people i think it's like 84 percent of the people surveyed believe that needs the congress needs to be reined in and the uh, uh i just quoted on the floor the recent gallup news poll on congress was their approval rating is at 18 percent there's a reason it's 18 percent because people are fed up with what's going on in dc you know so anyways people get kind of passionate and this this vote was uh, I think there was a few Democrats that, that may have voted for the congressional term limit, Article Five convention. Well, and and what that has to happen in every state across the country before that's even considered. So is this just like a yeah. a shot in the dark, or just uh, you know well, just to you let know, your voice me, be heard? Yeah, Jay, Jay Reedy and I, he sits beside. We were talking about it. We said, well, you know, we may not see it in our term limit, but in our in our in our times and in, in our lifetime, but at least we're doing something. At least we're we're sending a statement. You know, like the county commission may get upset with, with our actions sometimes. I mean, the, the city council may disagree with our votes, but, but I respect their decision to to send a, a letter, whether they're in support of the Governor's Transportation Act. I like to hear what, what uh, 
you know, my community uh, thinks about it, and if they're for it, then good chance I'm going to be for it, which I am for the Governor's Modernization Transportation Act and got to see uh, my local leaders of the day, Mary Esther, the mayor, and um, others about this issue. But um, no, I just think the federal government's just out of touch. I mean, look at the money they receive from the pharmaceutical uh, business, and then look at the drug epidemic. I mean, there's a effing correlation. People need to be upset about this kind of stuff when we see the overdoses, the fentanyl abuse, the open borders, and what are we doing about it? I mean, I'm, I've got the point. I just really worry where we're at as a nation. Um, up, up, you know, just in general, man, it's just really disappointing what you're seeing where this country's at. And um, the $31 trillion in debt, how do we rein it in? I think congressional term limits can be a tool in the toolbox. You know, maybe a small tool, but at least it's a tool. Well, you mentioned uh, that sometimes you all get, you know, resolutions from cities and counties. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm sure that after this legislative year, you've made a lot of friends on the Metro Nashville Council. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty there. Well, you know, I, Bob, Bob Freeman, I'm friends with Bob Freeman. We often sit together. He's a Democrat out of Nashville. I, Bob is just a reasonable guy, just very pro-business, and he cares about people. You know, we've got to know each other pretty good, and and I told him, I said, man, I said, put an amendment on there. Go to 24. You know, ask for 24. He, he never did. He was just, he's really, I mean, he was really upset with us on that, on that issue. But I said, put, I said, if you, you know, my mom always said, you have not because you ask not. So put an amendment on it. Go to 24. You, he's, he's, he's very well liked up here. He may have been able to pull it off, but I don't think he ever did it. So, uh, yeah, it's at 20. And they've got a, a lot of work to do to get their, their districts drafted and and uh, and just, you know and drawn and they they draw their their uh, uh, district lines. We don't do that. A lot of folks think that the general assembly is going to do that. No, they draw their own lines up there. Uh, yeah, forty people metro council. It's one of the largest in the United States. Um, I mean, it's it's hard enough. Uh, you know, back home with twenty one county commissioners, let alone metro government with second largest city in the in the state of Tennessee with five hundred thousand. Uh, residents, I think the 20, uh, maybe a little smaller, 24, I think would have been probably a little bit more palatable for for people in Davidson County. What do you say to some folks, and this is this is really on both sides, Democrats, Republicans, uh, um, saying that, you know, if the state legislature can do this, they can do anything. I, I think a lot of people just don't realize that that's under the state's purview. Well, it is. We just got into some debate just now about that, about local control versus state, and and um, uh, you know the, the the municipalities and the counties are, are uh, subject of the, of the state. I mean, that's the way our forefathers designed it, um, and there's a design for you know state states' rights. I mean, that's why folks get upset with the with the federal government. But we do try to listen to local control. I know locals may may disagree, but uh, sometimes I mean local leaders. That is. Uh, uh, I know uh, I just uh, had a commissioner text me last night, and I, I said, hey, let's just, you know, we'll, we'll meet with your steering committee or meet with the county commission. I mean, it may be better if we're out of session because we're so busy up here right now, you know. But, um, but uh, it's, uh, yeah, some of these things get at odds sometimes, you know. Um, and we had a, a tough bill yesterday that, that I think uh, some county commissioners wanted that would have increased impact fee um, on, on, you know, your home addition or on a new home. Uh, or on a barn, and um, uh, a lot of folks get a little unnerving about that, especially when the when there's no affordable housing in our community. The average home's 390,000, but we have to balance 
those um, concerns, and you know, sometimes it's difficult to balance them. Mike, um, you all have gone after bears, I hear now too. Well, yeah, that was really interesting. I sent it to you, and you know, that's what's interesting about say Tennessee. Ten- Tennessee, it's, it's very diverse. It surprised me when I first got up here. First thing I heard people talking about was cockfighting. It just shocked me. I thought they were cutting up, you know. But we are, uh, uh, we're really three states in one. But Representative Jeremy Faison had a bill about, you know, about bears. And um, he said that, you know, he lives out in Cock County and um, out in a very rural area. He said that his wife spent night, I guess, in there. They've got like a room addition. He called the Tennessee room, and he said there was a bear at their at their window pushing the window in, like trying to get in the house, and it really alarmed her. And um, he was saying under state, Tennessee uh, state law that he wasn't allowed to, you know, kill the bear, you know. And so we've got legislation that that we just um, uh, approved, and it's really interesting. And so uh, John Ray Clemens out of out of Nashville. You know, he's talking about, I mean, his definition of bears is probably what he sees in cartoons. He's probably not been around too many bears, neither have I. But it, but it does make it very interesting to show how how Tennessee is so diverse. And I sent you the code on that, and um, if you wanted to make that a, a news story. Um, but here's what it is. It says, House Bill 1453, Animal Control, is introduced, makes it legal for a person to use deadly force against a bear that enters on a Real property owned by the person upon a reasonable belief by the person of imminent danger or death or serious bodily injury that the danger may be posed by the bears real based on reasonable grounds. Um, so, you know, that just goes to show how diverse we are. We're talking about term limits, we're talking about uh, approval for um, uh, Chris Todd, uh, taxes on hotels that was just for Madison County and the city of Jackson, um, which is local, you know, allowing the locals to do that. And then we're Got something here dealing with the uh, Constitutional Convention, which is more federal. Uh, and then we're talking about bears. So yeah. it just makes an interesting day. And uh, the thing about bears, too, is you can't just do that. You you have to make sure that you go through uh, TWRA and, and yes. make that yes. known written, before you yes. do that. A written request. Exactly. A written request to uh, uh, from the agency to, to remove the bear due to a threat, the threat it presents. And... Um, uh, but, you know, they were, they were talking about the rising bear population uh, out in East Tennessee. So, uh, you know, what's important to my district may not be important to his district. You know, I don't think we have any bears in Rutherford County. I've never seen one. Uh, but we got a lot of traffic problems. we got a fentanyl crisis. You know, we've got a drug addiction crisis. we got an overcrowding in our school system. Hey, we Mike. We can't afford to continue to visit schools, you know. Yeah, I've got, Go like, ahead. one minute, and I want to make sure your uh, two-year license plate renewal bill. Um, yeah. Talk about yeah. that. Yeah, I've got that bill. I'm, I'm getting a lot of co-sponsors. It failed last year. Uh, another person had the bill. Uh, I've got probably 25 co-sponsors, both Republican and Democrat, where if you go get your your tag, you can renew it up to two years. I think the clerk, Lisa Crowell, is for it. I appreciate her working with us on it. Um, and uh, uh, it'll, it'll relieve a lot of folks. i got two guys that are in wheelchairs. Got them to sign on because, you know, it's it makes it more convenient for folks to be able to not have to go to the tag office every 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 year so to make it two years and it and it's permissive you know if you want to have that choice you have that choice and it, it it's you would pay double the money i mean it's not like you're losing yeah, you any money double. yeah it's, it's a positive fiscal note to the to the to the to the state thank you sir. yeah but uh but the people are they're not around they're not allowed to re, they're not allowed to refund if they sell their car or want the money back so that was the amendment that came to the table that made it a little bit more palatable mm. for folks to uh to, to support it. 
All right, Mike. Got to run. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. And uh, don't forget uh, Rutherford Magazine on uh, Sunday nights as well, right here on WGNS, as Mike kind of continues the conversation like we've had today. That's going to do it for our show. Hope you have a wonderful day, everybody.